0: We are back, and very excited to be back. How are you going, Mako? Good, Maddie. C. How are you, mate? Great to be back again. Ep 4, here we go. They uh, they say the first three are the hardest, and the fourth is where it gets to the, what do they say, the glory days, I reckon. I reckon you start sort of hitting the groove, don't you? Oh yeah, it's the gravy, the fourth. But uh, I've had a big, big week,
1: actually. It's I've... been a big week. Apologies to the listeners, this is coming out a day or two late, but... Uh... Oh.
0: It's hard work being the uh, the two hosts of the hottest new podcast in the country. <laughs> it's 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 it. Look, it, it comes with expectations, but I my week's been big. I've uh, I've broken, been breaking in a new pair of jeans. Oh boy! It's uh and and it's a light blue denim, which I find a oh thicker, boy. more coarser denim. Mako, have you? No, I wouldn't have worn a light blue denim since probably about two thousand and three, I reckon. Well, this is been it's been tough on the body. I'm uh, I'm. <laughs> I'm now, the listeners can't see, but I'm wearing the shorter shorts of all time because yeah, I've Michael had a, t- on. a tough three days. Well, what are, what are we going through? What are we saying? <laughs> hey. What are you saying? Just oh, constricting? Just, yeah, con- it's, a, it's a thicker denim because mm. um, of my work and we're not going to bore people with that, but no. you know, you're know, you on your hands and knees and you're you know, getting stuff on and you just, I'm just, I was finding that denim was getting just destroyed every three to six months. I was like, I'm going yeah. to fork out for a nice pair, but you get that... Th- you get that Japanese thread and it what just... are we talking, it, a nice pair of Subis? No, that, uh, you know, that new denim. New, that, yeah, yeah okay. very... Shout out to them. Very affordable. They've got great... And a lifelong warranty too. Because, you know, we, we've both had the crotch blowout of a denim before. Crotch will blow out big... You take them in and they just re-crotch it.
1: Do they really? Yeah,
0: so... Do they sell blacks? Oh yeah, they do. Yeah, I've got a pair, a couple of pairs of blacks. white you're talking
1: get. lifetime crotch
0: replacement. Lifetime, cro- <laughs> we we actually should get him as a sponsor. Yeah. This <laughs> we've just given him one of the biggest pump ups and one of the biggest podcasts. It's blown my mind. Yeah, so sitting in the in the car um, with a tight, we wear the skinny, and you know it's mm-hmm. very stiff, and it just digs into <clears throat> you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. finding I'm on, I'm nearly on the um the other way out of it. So it's been well, a tough three days. Um, if, if we'd potted on Monday, I might have had a higher pitch voice from, the, <laughs> from the, the wearing. But anyway, I digress on that. Um, that's okay. Well, I think I, they should be a sponsor, though, don't you reckon? Really? Well, they've got black, definitely, because
1: I'm a strict black denim wearer. I reckon I've got long-term friends that I've been good friends with probably over a decade, and I don't reckon they've ever seen me in anything outside a pair of black skinnies, so that's
0: quite interesting. Black skinnies and a T-shirt that would probably, nine times out of ten, be the most expensive T-shirt in the suburb is your jam. That's my jam. It's a good jam. It's a nice
1: jam. It's a unique jam. But yeah, I, I don't deal in the uh, the the blue denim. We're not just going to start
0: going back to college and wearing blue jeans, you know? Yeah, well, it's more for work, you know. That's um, I, you'd be wouldn't be seeing me in the in the dark or in the night hours yeah. in a pair of blue. You wouldn't hit the town in them. <laughs> <laughs> You're, You're not know. hitting the town in blue denim. I mean. The, what was the famous quote in our in our boys Doug and Steve Butabi? Stop stop putting gel in our hair and start wearing blue jeans.
1: <laughs> That's what it is, yeah. <laughs> exactly. We so, don't want to be Steve or Doug Butabi. You know what
0: I mean. Little um little segue into sponsors. Um, we obviously want to thank our usual uh, guys at Kane at the Royal Derby, but yep. we had a we had a bit of an event on Sunday, which we was did. great. It was sort of our first proper sip post-COVID, and yep. um, we went to, where do we go, Mako, and get, maybe tell the listeners a little bit about the day? And Well, we hit up our mate Pete uh, from the, the Birmingham. Great fella,
1: isn't he? He's one of the rippers, a nice Irish lad. Uh, he was really great, great to meet him, a big supporter of the pod, so I can't thank him enough, but yeah, uh, obviously on Sunday it was a big day, UFC 268, and really no better place to do it than at the Burmy. He looked after
0: the boys, I reckon. He, um, he did, he took us in like family. We talked him up, well, I talked him up early pod, and, you know, he had a lot to live up to, but the general consensus from the lads was he he lived up to it. He he put us in a prime, primo position. Yeah, it was a primo spot underneath the big screens. And we had our first, um, look, when when we say we're going to do something, I think it's our mantra. We haven't discussed this, but I'm just... Spitballing—it's probably mm. if we say we're going to do something with a sponsor or a giveaway, we're going to do it, aren't we? We aren't going to tickle—we're not, we're not tickling nuts.
1: We're not blue ballers, anyway. No, we, blue. we deliver the entire the entire load. I who was thought. the lucky
0: winner, and what did they win?
1: Well, uh, a loyal listener of ours was jumped on from the, the ground floor. Big Luke. Yeah. How do you uh, you want to pronounce it? Is it Deslandes? <laughs> Deslandes? I uh, actually don't know. He never said it to me.
0: I've, I've never heard it.
1: Desi as wasn't.
0: Luke. Deslandes. Yeah, it could be
1: but- Des- I'm going with last week with all the hard names. It's UFC. You, you know, yeah. okay. <laughs> I try and make things a
0: bit more difficult. So I I'm like going it. with Deslandes. I like I'm- Deslandes. <laughs> uh, known as Desi amongst yeah. the uh, the the other loyal listeners that would know him around the traps of the mm. Diamond Valley. He's one of the nicer men.
1: Well, yeah, um, he he supports the pod from day one and he was the uh, lucky recipient of the big and I actually think maybe a little too big. I reckon Pete's gone a bit over the top here. A $100 voucher <laughs> he's, he's handed
0: out to a lucky listener. And he was there on Sunday and he cashed right in. And when you say we've probably went a bit... I think I agree because we probably could have split that over two, <laughs> given ourselves a little bit more sort of yeah. cl- clout in the giveaway scene. But we've just gone... Nah, look, nah. he's given us $100 a $100 voucher. Let's go in. And, Both feet. And to be fair, Desi... Um, he paid it back, didn't he?
1: He did. Look, he didn't. He wasn't greedy. Yeah, he, uh, he might have handed it. a few, few back to the lads. We had a minor great.
0: incident with another listener and a, a catching of a vomway. In the you know, we had the shot and then he caught it. And oh, then he, that's right. Yeah, there was a bit of a regurgitation, wasn't there? <laughs> it was a little bit like Jimmer mm. when he's feeding the birds. He had the shot and he was doing the.
1: Yeah, that <laughs> was interesting. A tequila shot did not agree with uh, one of our, our good mates. We actually probably won't name him because he'll be a bit embarrassed of us. No,
0: no, no, we won't name him. We, we read the play. But, yeah, so great day. Um, look, it lived up to everything we want it to be, and I I, I actually enjoyed being out. Um, How good is it? Didn't feel as COVIDy as it has being out previously, I reckon. It, they, they, they allowed you to walk around a bit, yeah. and it was just a good vibe in there. Good feed, good drinks, good good uh, good atmos and good publican it. it's probably yeah. it's ticking all the
1: No, i can't recommend it highly enough and let me just quickly throw the uh shout out to their 50 cent wings that they operate this is incredible <laughs> this, this was is monumental one of the best deals i've seen in in melbourne in a long time it's we're talking a 50 cent wing it's not just like a special it's not on a between 2 hours on a monday or any of that shit it's 24/7 50 cent buffalo wings and you get the ranch, you get the blue cheese. It's just a fantastic
0: deal. I was shocked and mightily impressed. I enjoyed his answer then when you asked him, You said, "Hey, how are you doing, this mate?" He's like, "It's lost leverage. It's lost leverage, lad." Well, that's that's a term in the in the business. I would have thought <laughs> yeah. the lost leverage because he he understands that he gets people. He probably loses a few cents on some wings, but when yeah. you're charging twelve. Thirteen bucks a pint or whatever, and people are so happy with the wing, they're mm-hmm. they're going to come there. More what do you need and...
1: to wash down a,
0: a salty, vinegary wing? You need a beer, don't you? That's right. So it's good business. Great business. Great venue. Great man. Great wings. And were they? You're a bit of a wing connoisseur. I you, am, mate. You, I, yeah. uh, I've had
1: a, I've had wings in many. I was going to say many a country, but no, probably two countries here That's in boy, America. You're a two
0: country wing. Boy. I'm
1: a two country sort of fella. Uh, I've had a wing. In quite a few different places and these are up there, let me be yep. honest. They were really up there. Perfect buffalo, perfect blue cheese. And yeah. All right, we'd probably go all night on the on the wings, but yeah.
0: <laughs> So we'll wing again?
1: We'll wing again, mate. Yep. Yep, yep, yep definitely. Cool.
0: And going from that, what I mean, what were we at the venue for? I mean let's just not let's not continue to suck off the video in the public <laughs> and in the wings. Like, there's more business and bigger business at well, that's hand exactly here. right. This
1: is the uh, the meat and potatoes of the podcast. We were there <laughs> for UFC 268, the
0: big event from Madison Square Garden. And did it live up to the hype? Because it was Ooh. a hype train. It was a hype train from a fair way out. Oh. And we talked it up. You previewed it beautifully on the previous that's pod. It, mate. Um, one of the great previews. And did it... Did it live up to your great preview and did it live up to what the fans wanted? Well, mate, on paper it was promising the whole world and holy testicle Tuesday did it deliver. Jimmer, we love Jim. And look, can I ask you too, was there, for the people that might not have, like, you know, we've got a range of listeners, big, Mm. they watch every fight and could there be a few people that potentially missed the fight because it was a bit of a rearrangement on the night? Well, I reckon potentially, yeah. So one of the big fights was actually moved as the opener.
1: That's the thing. We've uh, probably the most excitable, not a title fight, but uh, probably the most anticipated fight on the card was the Justin Gagey, Michael Chandler scrap. Mm.
0: And was it like from my memory, the the hype behind that was they both had sort of almost promised each other yep. that we can strike and we know we're dangerous. We can both wrestle at a high level, but we're actually. It, the first person that's going to try and wrestle is going to be deemed the bitch. Yeah. So it's almost like you've got to stand up and both men knew going in, it could be genuine pain, kites oh, out.
1: War. First man to take a backward step is a dusty bitch. Yeah. And let me tell you, neither man, they just did not. I Look, we'll probably set the scene a bit. I can yeah, talk all night scene. on this fight, but Jesus Christ almighty. Mate, anyone out there that, I'm sure the people that have watched it, they're gonna to want to watch it again, and the people yeah. that haven't watched it, for fuck's sake, just do yourself a favor, track it down a copy, find it, pirate it, stream it somewhere on the internet. I'm sure you'll find it. If you ever want to become a fan of the fight game, this is the fight to start I th- with. I would have thought.
0: I think it's um it's overtaken. Uh, I reckon the previous fight that you'd want to watch was that cl- the Clay Guida, yeah, um, Clay Guida versus uh, uh, Old Mate. The murder, what's his, he just fuck. He's, he's just fucking retired, he's gone over his... Ah, trip. good, but, 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 but
1: he's, a, he's fucked in the head, he's yeah, all mental. Yeah, the
0: nightmare, Diego Sanchez, Diego that, there we go, that's, that's him. Sorry. So that was the one, was that Diego was the one Sanchez, you show Paguilla. your dad,
1: you show your uncle, that sort of, ooh, I don't know well, the, forest the Griffin, Stefan Bonner from the first uh, Ultimate Fighter, that's Correct. another one. Yeah. This is up there, I would say this is right up there in terms of pure carnage, violence, excitement, action-packed, adrenaline fueled just <laughs> everything. Tom Cruise, I, Top Gun
0: type of shit. I went out to Springvale today, of all places, because there's a little crew of us at work that like the bar me rolls, and we mm-hmm. all have a go at sort of finding one and raiding it. It's a bit of fun. Anyway, I digress. We're in the car, and I sort of asked the guys, did you watch the fights? And they both hadn't, but I just had that, remember that, I think Ariel or someone had like mm-hmm. a six Instagram page thing where you could you could see the highlights. Six, ah, yep, and I yep, showed yep. them that, and they both said, we're, "We're actually we have to watch this. We're going home. We're going to sit down, and have a beer, and watch this." Like, All so. you need is
1: a highlight package of Justin Gagey, a highlight package of Michael Chandler. Maybe stick on the little UFC countdown, hyping it up. And I oh, will yeah. tell you what, you would have been hairs on the back of your
0: neck, sort of stuff. So how does it go down? Give me just a, just well. I mean, the part of this is we we want to pre like after the fights, we want to talk about. It. So. Did it? Was it one-sided? Was, no. Could it have gone both ways? It really could have. Did, did any man get in trouble, get out of trouble? Chandler showed ridiculous hearts. Well, somewhere. I'm going
1: to uh, issue a formal apology to Michael yeah. Chandler. If you're out there, mate, I'm sure you are, actually. He listens. If you're listening, which I'm sure you are, sorry for the delay on this pod, but a uh, formal apology, I questioned your chin last week. Yeah. I, uh, I said, this is what's going to happen. I reckon it's going to be a war but I think your chin is a bit suspect. I think mm. Gagey's going to bop you, and I think you're going to drop.
0: <laughs> it's a fab- It's our first of many retractions.
1: Wow, there's going to be retractions. There really is, isn't there? But look, Gagey did bop you. It yeah. was a war, mm. and he bopped you multiple times, but you did not waver, Michael Chandler. You did not fall. You, well, actually, you did fall on the second oh, round. i will get to yeah. that. But like, mate, Jesus Christ, the respect of the world has come your way, which it already had, but it's tenfold now. This was a war. Gagey, I think, got the upper hand. Actually, no, I'd say the first round was pretty much even. I reckon even. Both men, maybe even giving it to Channel in the first round. I reckon they come at each other and yeah. hit each other in the face probably a dozen times, like, clean each. And it was it was almost like they stood there opposite each other and said, this is what everyone expects, yeah. and neither of us are going to dare disappoint us. So they threw caution to the wind, and they just started teeing off. It was just fucking... Phenomenal to watch.
0: They both hit each other with their best shots too. They and continue, which is rare in fights.
1: Walk through them. Neither no, man did take a back step. And there was the, the, the leg kicks. One of Gagey's most important weapons is the leg kicks. He he hits the calf like a bloody tree trunk. So he was chopping away at Chandler's legs, but Chandler was also chopping away at Gagey's legs. Like, I don't know. A mere mortal wouldn't have survived even
0: 20 seconds in that ring. It was... um. Look, it was frightening and so exciting. I love event. This is why, like, we, look, we we often talk about we like to control the dickhead policy and, you know, you've got the lovely big screen, I've got the lovely big screen. We've got some big screen boys with some big, big, nice entertaining zones to watch it and you have a good vibe. You invite five or six of your -hmm. your pals and the girls love it. They do the platters and it's a lovely outing. But when you get, this is our second time we've had a great experience very quickly. We had an Anzac Day with the Rose. um, Yep. Jali Wang. <laughs> that was, that crowd popped. There was a few leg breaks. It was vibey. It was great. Yeah. We sort of looked at each other and said, this is actually, if we pick the it, card right, it goes well. You good. get the right venue. This, this fight was fun, wasn't it? The
1: atmosphere, because a fight like that just brings the, the excitement out in everyone. And it's just screaming. It's yelling. It's hoo hiring It's table smashing. It's leg stomping. It's just fucking amazing. It's, I actually watched it yesterday. Yep. Two days later, I watched it again on the TV and, It's actually, I'm not taking the piss, it is hairs on the back of your neck sort of stuff. It's like watching your mob kick a goal late in a football game or something. You just get excited because you can't believe what you're you're witnessing.
0: And both men, I reckon, were aware of what they were doing too, which I always... That's the
1: best part. They both knew they were involved in something special and neither of them wanted to not
0: be the king. You know what I mean? I do, I do. So... um... Well, that was the first fight of the night and one fight of the night, if I'm correct. That's going to be fight, or was fight of the
1: night, yeah. And I would say probably is now ahead of the Volkanovski-Ortega, yeah. maybe
0: for fight of the year. Yeah. Fuck, how stiff, how stiff do you have to be? Yeah, you've
1: got to be stiff. To that was a pinch. ripper. That,
0: I think the actual sport itself evolving, that we're getting a lot more of these type of... Well fights um yeah we're getting a bit more like guys are getting sparked but not actually being knocked out and then you're getting a, you get that comeback the second wind and then they catch mm-hmm. the other guy just that that seems to be happening Ooh, yeah
1: so gage Ga- Ga- got rocked in the first round chandler hit him with a beautiful shot on the button and mm. you saw literally Gagey's legs wobbled and he looked like he was on like a totem pole he didn't drop but Christ, his legs shook yeah. And then Chandler tried to go in for the finish, but he couldn't get it. Gagey's just a tough bastard. He he survived. Got into the second round. They just continued the same pace. Gagey then uppercut from hell yeah. on Chandler. Flushed him. He'd flush him. Chandler hit the deck. It was like, oh, here we go. This is about to be a finish any second here. Gagey went in to try and get the, get the final strikes. But Chandler is a hell of a wrestler. He grabbed the single leg and he managed to just fucking hold on for dear life. And survived. And yeah. then, yeah, he got up. They continued. Third round was a little bit... Oh, look, Both of them were gassed by the third round. It was almost like a sort of a stand back and let the crowd applaud you for the last few minutes. Absolutely. Because neither man had a fucking drop of energy left in the tank. And, uh, yeah, went three rounds. Gagey got the nod. But and it, now we'll get a title shot? Exactly. That was what was riding on this fight. It wasn't just a nothing fight. Yeah. It was a number one contender fight and... Yeah, so Gagey will uh, most likely get the next shot unless Dana White does something ridiculous. Which, Which you know, could happen.
0: Dickhead, don't He's done, he's done mm. things like that. And it. Chandler's now looking to fight your boy.
1: Well, look, Chandler's now lost two on the trot, but, mate, he hasn't he hasn't lost a shred of respect or, or status in the division because he was a penis breath away from winning the title in that last <laughs> fight.
0: That's popped me, Peter. Well, <laughs> I don't even know what that means, to be honest. But- what? that? Pubic hair, mate? Yeah, I, I like it. Penis, 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 penis breath. breath. Great. Hashtag penis breath when yeah. watching the show, please.
1: Get it trending. He was a penis breath away from winning the title in his last fight. Yeah. And then this fight again, he's just gone through one of the great fights. So he has not lost a shred in the division. So he could probably take his pick. And yeah, as you said, he's called out the old mate, Connor. The money fight. Which, of course, smart yeah, man. They all the, do it. They all want it. But that's, yeah. that's minimum, let's be honest, that's minimum five, six months away. So... Potentially, that could be, could be next on his
0: agenda. And so that was the first fight. So going, what now? Who, who was the fucking, who was the poor pricks that had to come on after that? How did, how did that go? Because that's fucking, that's harsh, I reckon, having it's to come It's harsh on. to come on after that. Could have almost said, that's it, guys. Like the George Costanza going out on top. Yeah, yeah. all right, said, I'm out. Let's yeah. stop the pay-per-view. And would we probably we would have been upset, but you would have thought, <laughs> fuck, that's probably worth the, wow. the squid. That you was know?
1: worth the squid. But uh, look, that fight shouldn't have been first. The only reason it was was because of the old mate Trevor Whitman, the coach I was talking about last yes. week. He had uh, Gagey, Rosenham, Junis. And Usman. So he couldn't have them all after, three after fighters all on the one card. So he just needed to space it out a little bit for time to be able to give all his fighters his attention. So they put that fight... They thought, fuck it. It's actually a great idea, maybe putting a fight of that magnitude on first. Just hyping. Madison Square Garden was going apeshit, wasn't
0: it? It was. And they do it in our... Uh, we don't talk about this third combat sport enough because it's scripted business and it's a oh, shit it's business. A but they that. often do that at the mm. big pay-per-views. We'll send out a... Yep. Cause they got they're trying to fuck. They got four thousand titles now, but they'll send out like the SmackDown heavyweight title yep. fighters, like the opener. Yep. A Roman Reigns balk, just to fucking get the crowd hot. So, Jeez, it's a crap business, isn't it? It's a shocking business. I almost wish we could take it out of what we talk about <laughs> for a bit, but it, look, it's a profitable business, and it's a mm. it's a business where people listen. Yep. People like it. It's people in my blood. It's and look, we deep down we like it too, but we won't. But my point being that it's boxing. Uh, Doesn't do it at all because they put the worst fights on of all time before. (laughs) They almost sleep you, especially in Australian boxing on a Wednesday night. The fights on at two AM. What
1: are they doing? (laughs) They put like seven just absolute fucking soup cans on, (laughs) and then the main doesn't start till midnight.
0: It's fucking. It's genuinely. um, It's in the toilet. It is in the toilet. So they, and then you got the Dana who sort of gets it a bit more. Um, Dana, but then yeah. you get this trade-off with Dana where he has his favourites and he gives people more opportunity. He doesn't like Aussie fighters and then they have to go around the hard way. So like, But overall, I think USC does it the best and I reckon that might not have been a decision for anything other than, like you said, to help old mate, but I reckon that was the, the right decision. Yeah. And then we had a couple of lads come on afterwards and try and... Well,
1: we had, yeah, old mate uh, Hurricane Shane Burgos.
0: Yeah, that's not too hard uh, for you to pronounce. No, no, no. No. And then mm-hmm. uh,
1: Billy Quon- Quantillo? Yeah, Quarantillo, yeah. I think. Is yeah, no, so? Quarantillo, yes. Really Quarantillo. Yeah. So, yeah, look, these guys actually... Look, to, I'll, I'll be honest with everyone at home, the listeners. We were at the pub. We were hooring, 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 hooting and hollering. Hooting and hollering. Yep. We were getting a little bit festive. Yes. I, I probably didn't pay enough attention to this fight that I should have. Because on reflection, apparently, they like landed about 350-odd significant strikes, and it was a hell of a war in itself. <laughs> yeah. But I, I'll be honest. I didn't pay enough attention to this fight, so I can't give you all the... Uh, Detailed analysis that you're That's so fine. used to. That's fine. Who? Maybe we'll just say who won. Who? Hurricane Shane got the got the nod. And should he have? Went three rounds. Look, I don't know. We'll say yes. We'll say <laughs> yes. He should. Let's
0: be not controversial and take the win away from the kid. We'll say no. You you deserved it. And I, reckon that, not. I do well remember earned. looking up, having a bit of a look. I didn't watch it intently either. I was. We
1: were we were doing chicken wings. We were doing chicken.
0: Parmas. we were head scraping we were our head, Pints. We were Me drinking, and Harry. It was fantastic. We were
1: drinking pints.
0: Yeah. Shout out to Matty H, he, he yeah. uh, big UFC man. But we were having plenty of pots, and I had breakfast with him, and he said, "Geez, it catches up on you when you do the jug shout." Oh boy, the jug shout! Because people take liberties in, you know, you're, you're pacing yourself, but then you look away, and all of a sudden it's full again. So, well, I'm the, a whiskey
1: man myself, so yeah. I sort of escape all this shout bullshit. You, you double just, dip though. You were you I were, go on my own pace, but my pace is like, geez, I'm setting i I'm setting a pretty a nice rapid pace. pace, mate. I'm going up. I'm double parking. Yeah, but I'm on my own agenda. You
0: guys on the beers. So that just... was a bit of a that was a bit of an alcohol rest stop. That fight that for was us. A rest stop, yeah. The, probably... the, the toilet break, as we say at the pay per views, when you fly all the way across the WrestleMania yep. and then you go to the toilet. One yep. of the key fights because it's the toilet match. Yep, it's a good match. Um, so after them, what did we have? Then we had uh, Cheeto Vera. Oh, yes. Coming up against the old mate Frankie Edgar, the veteran. Vera was a little bit disrespectful, and he, he's actually retracted his disrespect, which, you know what, I, I have less respect for him now <laughs> that he... If you want to be the disrespect boy, that, that I like, sort of like, you know... You reckon I've got, dig your heels into the dig disrespect? Dig your heels in, but, and, and stick to it. If you're going to yeah. give, like, Frankie Edgar the... Frankie's a beautiful man. He's like yes. almost like the like a godfather of the sport. He is. He, um like a apologies to the listeners, and I just smacked me Patella on the uh, on the mic. But um That's right. he's he's, got one. he's a loved guy. You don't hear too many people have a bad word to say, and then this guy was giving him all sorts of hip gyrations and rude fingers and the you know, come on, you you your old hack and all that yeah, and then yeah. I You're saw New after Jersey the fight on Ariel, one of our, our yep. great friends of the pod, he um he said, "Oh, oh I apologised after. Don't you know? Don't apologise. Be the if you're going to apologise for anything,
1: apologise for kicking him straight in the face <laughs> and knocking the poor bastard out. Put his tootsies 40 years through his
0: bloody jugular."
1: I don't know if anyone's been on the socials and seen the, the slow motion <laughs> oh, photography, but I've never seen a man's face distort quite like Frankie Edgar's It'd Be fantastic to get that printed out in the colour oh, colour The colour Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, his face—he copped it. It was a, an Anderson Silva on uh, Vitor yeah. Belfort style kick from years ago. Just out of nowhere, bang up kick to the jaw, and just dropped him.
0: I was actually surprised on the day, um, and because we'd been drinking, you don't often challenge opinions, but that's always a dangerous area to get in. But you—you you, you don't seem a big fan of the you know, of his ability. The the and Vera. The, yeah, and I, look, I I was surprised to hear you think that if he fought, old mate, colourful hair. Um, yeah. Sugar, sugar. I, I, I thought you would have thought that Vera would beat him comfortably because he, nah. he, I don't know, he, he, he seems pretty good. He's good. No, well, let's not
1: take it away from him. Um, I just, I'm not sure he's quite that sort of, Well, obviously Sean O'Malley probably isn't either, but I was going to say he's probably not that top five quality, I don't know. Mm. I think he gets out. He, he fought Jose Aldo in his last fight and yep. I think he got... I think he got outclassed yep. by a person of that So caliber. he's not quite at the neck. I don't think he's title good. mid Carter. I think he's that sort of 5 to 10. He's going to win. He's going to lose. He's going to win. He's
0: going to yep. lose. I think, look, Sean O'Malley, me and him, we've got our, had our differences in the yep. past. I'd like to see you settle it too one day. Maybe when We'll get a little who the fuck promotion off and running. I reckon exactly. You, one day, I reckon we'll... Sharp we'll, elbows, Mick. We'll get him in here and we'll settle <laughs> the score.
1: But look, as far as what happened in that match, he, he copped the, uh, the weird leg that died and... Cheeto took him down and elbowed the fuck out of him. Yeah, but I think before that, I think Sean O'Malley probably had his number on the feet.
0: Yeah, okay, okay. It's interesting. Um, but anyway. It's good to show that you're actually a fair uh, judge of it too, because you don't like the guy, but at mm. least you're giving a fair opinion of his ability. So that that's good. I reckon that that's to show evenness and straight uh, down the line here, straight down the line. But I, I actually think, and I'm more of a fan of Sugar. I think that bloke would spiffocate him, to be honest. You reckon, I, Vera's I, reckon got him? I reckon he's pretty dangerous. That that kick he in is itself dangerous. is yuck. Like.
1: But Frankie is pretty old. Correct. He got knocked like into another realm in his last fight.
0: I think it's time to maybe call it, call yeah. it a career. It'd be thing. like us trying to fight an 85-year-old heavyweight champion mm-hmm. and beating them because they're 85 and then yeah, going yeah. like, woo! Yeah, like, exactly. I still reckon an 85-year-old heavyweight champion beats both of us. I think they steamrolls. to be honest. <laughs> to be honest. I just saw a highlight the other day digressing of when Foreman won the belt as a 45-year-old. Mm-hmm. You've got to get that up. It's, it's actually... He looked like a bloke at that you would see that's overweight cooking the barbecue at like the local little league um, softball, operating the lean mean fat
1: Yeah, But he was fat, the non-fat before yeah, the looked, fat reducing Before that, grilling, yeah, yeah, but he
0: just like and he went into like the eleventh, even going eleven rounds at forty five is insane, and sickening. Spark knocked out this young bloke and took the belt of him at 45. Just makes no. It's just odd. Sometimes these old blokes, you gotta be careful. They've got before. the nows, don't they? The nows. Frankie's got no nows, though. He didn't see that kick coming, and it ended yeah. him, and probably should retire.
1: I think he has to. I think even in the post-fight presser, Dana White was sort of hinting like, "Yeah, well, it's up to Frankie," but uh, kind of. Mm, I think Dana knows it's time to wrap yep. it up. Hang wrap up. it up. Sonny. Hang up the gloves. Wrap it up,
0: Sonny. Okay, so uh, that was a nice win. Front kick. So let's be honest, we've had. Fight of the year. Yep. We've had two uh, jobbers two, give us a very good fight. Two and solid fights. So we, and then we've had a front kick highlight knockout. Yep. So this card's steaming. Yeah, at the minute. We're up is. and about. And then we've got our bay on. Now we come to the bay. And we... we um, yeah, and we had a, a guy with us that won the uh, Desi. He was actually wearing Bay's shirt, which is a big move wearing someone's actual shirt out to a pub. Yeah, it was big in a two man or two female fight. You know, if you lose, you've got this shirt on. You think, fuck, I've got this shirt. Yeah, on. You got to stick by. He uh, stuck by her,
1: didn't he? By your Bay, old uh, friend of the pod, Thug Rose Namajunas. And def- how did she go defending her belt against the Zhang Wei Li from China, who she sparked? What was it? April head kick knockout won the belt. Sayonara. So, yeah. Sayonara, exactly right. <laughs> I think that's potentially Japanese. Japanese. The, the Japan- I didn't
0: mean to act I, I didn't mean to align that, yeah. I just said because Well,
1: Sayonara. Say- it still well, works. You know, it
0: still works.
1: So um this is a rematch. Yeah. Straight away. They've gone bang straight into the rematch, which was good. Jungs think-
0: Jungs copied the haircut.
1: Yeah, she went the shave of the bonds, which was big. Well not the <laughs> shave, but she cut she a close crop.
0: <laughs> it was a close crop and a text went out amongst the boys. We sort of after we saw embedded five or six where the crop was un- mm. unveiled, we yep. sort of thought maybe ooh that was a mistake the crop. It probably didn't suit her as like it suits. I don't think Bay. she gives a
1: shit. No, I think she I think it's all about fighting when it comes to Zhang Wei Li. It's a thick crop. It's a thick
0: I'm jealous of how thick that
1: crop is. Thick, close crop. But uh <laughs> look, I think a lot of people thought the first fight obviously Rose got the quick knockout, but If it wasn't for the quick knockout, I think we all expected a long, hard fight. Yes. So potentially coming into this
0: fight, that was on the cards. It was going to be a different fight, Mm -hmm. and that's what we got. And uh, was there any, like, in the early... Uh, stages Did it look like there was any opportunity for her to win quickly? Yeah. Or was it, did she uh, – she had a uh, triple C training her. So I sure. always was a bit – I told you that was the one I was nervous about in the day. She's got some good good support in her corner. She had some great support. I mean, he's a he's a freak. So you think she's instantly weaponed up, hasn't she? She's, she's skilled up. Yep, she has. Well, I mean, yeah. Are you – do you often – I mean, I haven't spoken to you about this before, but do you find it a little bit funny that, like, they go into these six-week camps and get these expert – like – extra experts in mm-hmm. with the goal to like level up. But, like, I find it amazing that you could be better in six weeks with someone, you know what I mean? I sort of kind of feel like they have a natural base level of skill, they get yeah. trained to a point, and I just don't know how six weeks with someone can actually make you confident and thinking you're going to be way better. I don't know, maybe she's I don't probably, know about it. She's know.
1: probably been training flat out for the past... Six months, probably. April, not. May, June, July, August, October. Probably. We're talking six and a half odd months. I'd say she's been hard at work for majority of that. I wouldn't have thought she's gone away and put the feet up
0: at all. So we've got, like, for instance, for yourself, right? You've got your your one win against the Irish bloke outside of the S B. If you had mm-hmm. the wit in for six weeks, yep. Do you feel like you'd be better?
1: Yeah, I reckon I would fine tune in those six weeks. Yeah, I reckon cool. I would identify areas that yeah. I need to improve on, and I reckon yeah. I'd I'd go hell for letter.
0: Okay. I just, I just find it, you know, interesting. Hmm. all so they get these outsiders in when, you know, she, she probably, yeah, she up probably until had... that fight, she hadn't done much wrong with oh, her crew. So then you bring in someone that's not, doesn't, hasn't been a part of your journey, and you sort yeah. of, then you start listening to them. I sometimes feel like they could muddle your natural instincts in fighting. But Potentially. How did she go? Look,
1: well, I think she did really well. It was a bloody, very, very competitive and close fight, almost to the point where it went the whole five rounds. They went all the way, and look, it got to the after the fight. I honestly couldn't have told you who won. I wasn't confident either oh, way. Yeah, I don't know right. about you, but it looks like they've given the champ the rub. I don't want to say that. I, I again, I'll have to rewatch it without the
0: inebriation. Yeah,
1: without yeah. the whiskeys, the double park. Because we'd had the
0: tequila by this stage. We've had the tequila, and yeah.
1: then we had a, another shot, surviving just in case our girl got up and retained <laughs> the title. Yeah, which is actually what. Do happened.
0: you subscribe? You need to beat the champ.
1: To be do you, I don't do think that's personally fair? don't think that should be I don't think you have to do anything extra. I think you just need to win each round. If you win three rounds, you should win the title no yeah. matter even if it's close. If you've won three rounds, you've won three rounds. Am I right? Yeah.
0: No, I get it. But I understand
1: I, what they say, like you've got to do you've got to really beat the champ to beat yeah. the champ. I think if you scored and judged fights as a whole at the end of the fight, that would come into play. Mm-hmm. But in round one That doesn't come into play, does it? I see what you mean. It's just who won round one. And then if you beat
0: the champion round one, then you win round one. I reckon boxing has a bad history. and There's been a few Australians that have gone over um, and been completely screwed. Yeah. I remember Danny Green got fucking... I don't like Danny Green. He's, a not, not, yeah, he's not a friend of the pod at all. We uh, we don't like him. He's mm-hmm. a he's a phony, big fake phony, big phony, big phony. Um, but he actually like that Michael Jordan. He's such a phony. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. He went over to Germany and fought Sven Oki mm-hmm. and actually boxed into. He didn't know where he was. That's how exhausted he was. But he won that fight. It's actually known he won the fight. But yep. they the, they just gave him the rub. And, yeah.
1: Um, hometown, so there's Champion, been times Rob.
0: like that, and I reckon the first person to sort of make you have a little bit more instilled confidence in, in someone taking the strap off, I reckon, was when old mate uh, Tyson, the Gypsy King, went and beat Klitschko in, in yeah. his home country yep. on points. Because what you've said, I think they couldn't give him the rub because they obviously were judging Thinking maybe he'll get knocked, so yeah. they just went. Fury's just outpointing him, outpointing him out. out oh, it's ten yeah. rounds to two. Well, if you win
1: each round, you win each yeah. round. It's very hard to. you can't
0: scrub out you your scorecard. You so can't get the eraser on that shit. It was so obvious that he outpointed him, but it's just I find it interesting. This oh, you've got to beat the champ. But we were all very nervous at the table. I was nervous. Um, look, I don't. I'm not
1: saying at all that it wasn't a fair victory. I think she did win. I don't know. but I think it was just very, very close. But she obviously just did enough in certain rounds to get the get the nod. And we were very happy.
0: And look, UFC, Dana, um, Pat, is it Pat Berry or Barry? Pat it's Barry? Pat Berry, yeah. Two first name boy. Um, mm-hmm. They all be wrapped with that from different aspects. Pat would be happy because it's his missus. Yep. UFC would be happy because it means good business. Very good business. And Dana's just like, yeah, she's a, she's a wholesome, She's a marketable character. Marketable character. Everyone, not not saying that the other... Well, Rose people,
1: brings in a lot of Chinese dollars, which yeah. are increasingly important in today's world as we are, uh, drawing tell you.
0: Rose or Zhang... Was it Rose, you said? Or the Zhang Wei Li, the, Wei-li, the yeah, Chinese. Yeah, she bring... You said Rose.
1: Sorry. Yeah, yeah.
0: But Xi-Bring. Rose would probably too.
1: Well, Rose is a lovely girl, so yeah. the Chinese probably love lovely
0: girls. Yeah. So um, so that happened, and she retained. Will we get a... Are we going to get bogged down here nah. with another one? Because there's so. not much... Is there any... I don't... Look, I don't... I don't You know, profess to be an expert in this <laughs> area. Nah. Who's the number three girl? I think it's... Mm, it's a question without notice this is where
1: we're going to get bogged down people are going to know we are just a couple of blokes on a couch
0: I think it's Calderwood yep is it so like I personally would like to see those two go again look I'm
1: not the world's biggest 115 pound female expert (laughs) I love Rose and that's about as far as it goes but
0: we probably wouldn't be friends if you were imagine like that that was your what are you into
1: Uh, like uh, walks along the beach uh, romantic evenings and 115 pound female fighters (laughs)
0: It's a fucking. That's why we. This is why the podcast is good, though. We give you just surface stuff, and sometimes we can go deep. But then other times we really open ourselves up to. Hang yeah. on.
1: I think it's Irene Calderwood, but I could be wrong. Yeah. There's, there's, there's apparently there is a fight out there. I've seen it on the socials. That it's yeah. the the only fight to make, and that's what's going to happen. Okay. Zhang won't get a rematch immediately because that's ridiculous. So
0: she'll go wipe the floor. She'll with this go smash a few. Unknown that we've yeah. said, and then because
1: she will, she'll she'll annihilate every other girl in the division. That's yeah, a, that's a guarantee. Yeah.
0: Look, and I've said this to you before. Uh, in 15, 20 years, there's gonna, it's going to be in a place where we would know three or four more of them. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they, they, they're, we're seeing these people are making, these women are making history for their sport, and obviously they're coming from a long way back. So there's not the depth or, you know, the the amount of fighters in every division. But no. in 15, 20 years, we will know who the third-rate yep. girl, I can guarantee that. 100%. We'll be onto our... Fuck, we'll have a few episodes done in 15, 20. <laughs> Mate, we are going to be dominating the airwaves. So after, so that was big because we've gone, like I we said, we've had fight of the year. We've had two jobbers actually give us a great fight. We've had a kick to the, the jugular with a tootsie. Yeah. We've had two... Girl two of the best in the division go the
1: distance yeah in a good fight too Let's, in a good fight I probably didn't put that through to the listeners but it was a bloody high high level fight
0: both girls had high spots both yeah. girls had low spots Which and they showed heart and technical. technical yeah it was a it was a, and I did say that I I thought it was a, was going to be I put it out there saying I thought that was going to be fight of the night so I, mm. obviously I got unlucky with mm-hmm. the the other boys but that that was a ripping fight and they it did, was a good it fight. lived up my point was they often and Will often more so live up than the men in the in the big title fights, and that didn't disappoint. It
1: didn't disappoint at all.
0: So we've had a we're we're out of gas here at the pub. We've as in out of breath because we're all up and about cuddling. We're fucking. Look, we're happy. Yep. We're going against another guy from another table. Yeah, he, was yeah. the, he was your classic. Surround yourself with nerdier blokes than you, so you seem cooler. He had the flashy shirt on, didn't he? Flashy shirt with wetsuit material shoes. Yeah, the shoes in, let him right down. In a city Melbourne, it made no sense. It was what like are he those? was going to be rock, rock walking Whoa. down at the. What are those, mate? What are those? I mm-hmm. wish we'd got a photo and thought yeah. more about it because the pod people would love to see him. It was he... a classic wetsuit material sketcher slip on. Yeah, he stunk. He did stink. And look, carried, a wa- carried on a bit, didn't he? <laughs> You know, we, yeah, yeah we we did. didn't like him, and I'm glad we had a few blokes with us that are a bit testy. So I'm glad it didn't get to the point where we had to actually get in our uh, probably first and a half fight in our lives. Yeah, I, did, nah, I didn't nah, want nah. any of that business. But nah, he, he knew
1: he knew who he was he, operating he, with, so he, he, he came
0: over and did the you know he did all that. So he 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 understood. He, he laid does. his sword down. So yep. going into the uh, the main event, what have we got, and how did it go, and did it live up to what you thought and what we thought and yeah. predicted? How, did, how how are we going here? The, the
1: big main, the big rematch, the one they've all been waiting for, Usman versus Covington. Uh, a lot of hype on this fight. Covington is uh the big sort of uh, persona trying to trigger everybody, get everyone angry. Yeah. The Donald Trump supporting, blah, blah, blah. He wants to just get everyone. Trying to like, I wouldn't say he's trying to do a conner, but he's just trying to do the on purpose uh trigger. That's what I'd say it was. He's Pitch trying to be on. a heel he, in the rest. He's now. trying to be a heel. Yeah, he's doing a full-blooded... WWE character, and good on him. It works. It's got people interested. And he's obviously up against Usman, who's probably one of the best ever at 170. And their first fight, as we've gone over, I think, previously. We have. It was a great bloody fight. Great fight. Uh, Usman just getting the uh, the job done in the fifth round there late, knocking him out and getting the KO or the TKO. Colby's
0: telling himself silly things. Yeah, well, yeah Colby's gotten personal. Fake news, man, all this crap, like... Yeah. Early stoppage. The guy's jaw was broken clean in half, I reckon. Yeah, Fuck. look, let's be honest.
1: So this is a big fight. And it yeah, it delivered once again. It was it went the full five rounds. Both men had big moments. Yep. Usman, I think, controlled the early stages. Then the second round he took over and he he flushed him in the second round and he yep. dropped him. The pub exploded. Did explode. We thought it was seconds away. Actually, and massive credit to Covington. He survived. I don't know how, because it looked like it was all over. Yeah. But look, he has the fake persona. He comes across as a bit of a dickhead at times. But tough as fuck. The one thing you cannot take away: the man is tough as fuck. And <laughs> without no word of a lie, he's the best in that division apart from Usman. Like
0: Dana White said that
1: he's as good as it gets in that division. But unfortunately for him, there's just one guy. There's just a, just
0: a slight. We'll maybe go back to it. A penis breath ahead of him. I'll say to you, I'm putting it out there that. He's the Stuart McGill of that white oh, division.
1: Mate, couldn't have said it better. He fucking, he's he bowling is. up a storm. Stewie McGill gets his chance. All of a sudden he takes seven for Yeah. And then a day later he's out of the team because SK's back in.
0: And it's like Stewie at any other country yeah. is probably, take out like the West Indian bowlers. Yeah. If Stewie was a West Indian player, could you imagine? Oh, wickets. My godfather, they would have been dancing on the or hill. Or if he was over
1: at Sri Lanka copping all those cheap wickets like Murali oh. did. The, the Murali 700 Can makes Can I say to you, I'm going to put it
0: out there. I reckon he's a better bowler than Murali. I think he's
1: better than Murali.
0: Yeah, he looked a little bit like, you know, the guy who played... Um the guy who played Robin in Batman and oh, Robin.
1: I know his name. Christopher. Chris something. We has Chris... got the big bum chin.
0: Yeah, Chris. Um... Chris fucking. Uh, I'm going to Google it. Keep talking. I, I yeah. reckon we need, we need Look, to. Look, I'm going to
1: tell you. I reckon Stuart. <laughs> we're going to digress here a lot. but Yeah. Yeah, I reckon you might be right. Colby Covington is the Stuart McGill of the 170 pound division. So that probably means he's going to get kidnapped at some point.
0: Yeah. I'm just trying. To... Who played Batman, Batman and Robin? Because I think Chris... people. Chris O'Donnell. Chris. Is it? Uh. It, it, uh, You've Chris, got. It. Chris he was in uh,
1: Starship Troopers.
0: Chris O. Chris O'Donnell. Yeah. Chris, Chris O'Donnell.
1: O'Donnell. Chris, O'Donnell. Chris O'Donnell. Chrissy O'Don. He's got the bum chin. He was in Starship Troopy is. Boys. He was in fucking. He's got a great head of hair. He was in some rock mountain climbing movie, I think.
0: Yeah, he's been in a. He's been in a few things. Um, his the... filmography. Let's just throw a few out. He's. I, I, I don't know. He's been in the Three Musketeers. That stinks. Better say his body of work, but uh, Batman Forever. Okay, yep. 95 was a great year for him. He pulled out three films. What's he um, gone? Circle of Friends, Mad yeah. Love, Batman Forever. That, they all stink. And then he's been in Batman and Robin. Was
1: he in The Troopers? Uh,
0: Starship uh, of? Um,
1: Had to be. 97-ish. Have Let's got... have a look. Know, maybe that was someone
0: else. No, he wasn't. He was in Blue that Sky. Was, um, Blue Sky. Fucking, oh. Yeah, nah. He's, he's been in nothing, actually. I'm well off. It's another yeah. guy
1: with a big chin.
0: Hasn't been in a film since twenty ten. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he was in American Dad. He's on the prices riders himself, so he's fuck, He's gone off a cliff. Yeah, his career is probably on like it. this podcast when we're giving you a minute and a half of Chris O'Donnell. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're on life support, here, mate? Jesus,
1: life support. But
0: anyway, look, that's where we go with this. Yeah. So, Going, um, I don't even know where we were, why we even digressed. Well, diggusted. you've said it Colby
1: was, Covington is the Stuart McGill of the 100. And then we
0: somehow got into Robin and Batman. Anyway. anyway it's true, though, isn't it? It is um, 100% true, everything we've said. Stewie um, actually got beaten up. I don't know if you've ever if you, Stewie we, got, yeah, you got kidnapped. Got kidnapped by his missus or his ex-missus brother or something. like? Can you believe that? And held for ransom and it's like he recognised the car. Or, <laughs> fucking something dumb, cruel. The dumb fuck took him like back to like. His bachelor pad that he... I don't know. It was just ridiculous. Look, anyway.
1: Stewie, if you're out there, mate, phone him. We'll get you on. I reckon we could get
0: Stewie on. We'll tell... you what We want the gripping story. 60 yeah. minutes, get stuffed. Yeah, I reckon Stewie's gettable. So, um, Colby got dropped, showed heart. Showed um, a lot of heart. And to be honest, a lot of people think fought back. And yep. he
1: potentially won the next three rounds, some people okay. have
0: said. I don't subscribe to that. Coming back, did he do enough to take the strap off the bloke Well, has been it. sort of, you know, murdering the division? And... I didn't have any shares in either man, no, uh, which I just think that's fucking so good when you can just watch a good yeah. fight. Where you don't no nerves, have the poo nerves, as we spoke about. Yeah, um, I think I think that was Usman did enough in that fight. Well, it it got, wasn't as special as he's previously been, but it maybe Colby. Had Colby's bloody too. good. So yeah, the correct. fact
1: that just it's just a good performance, and yeah, yeah. at the end of the fight, I had no. Qualms. I just was pretty confident that Usman was going to get his hand raised, and that's what happened.
0: And and I don't think really Colby really deep down believes he won. The he fight. knows. Yeah.
1: This he didn't come out with the crazy. Oh, he said a few things in the yeah. in the conference, but I think he knows he lost, and I think that's fine. He he gave some respect to uh, Usman at the end there. And, I find uh, he'll go it away. odd that
0: he went away and he cuddled him and said, yeah. "Hey, we're pals. I'm just doing it." But then and
1: then in the conference he reverted back. Yeah. Well, that's what. I, that's the WWE persona. He can't see. He can't be seen to drop it. I don't think. But he it, dropped
0: it in the ring. In he front dropped of everyone.
1: it in the ring. But there was no cameras to pick up what they said.
0: No, there is. I've, you can see it. Have you heard it though? Yeah. Yeah. Right. But anyway. And then the stupid wrestler. Oh, oh, oh guys, go back to your corner and see get a you room. And stop kissing each other. I, I yeah. like the gimmick of the bag, but don't. If you're gonna, like I said back before, if you're gonna be the dick, keep well, playing the dick like Mundine.
1: Yeah, boy, chop I you just think everyone podcast. out there just needs to uh, just not get wrapped up into these things. People get upset and like, oh, I hate him. Oh, you just can't let it affect you. I you Apologise know-
0: for jumping in before too. You, were, I, I just in my earphones, I heard that I came over the top of you, so I'm okay. just that out. So, there, so you've
1: done it. a, uh, you've done a Jesse Body on Theo Vaughn. I don't <laughs> know if anyone out there has listened to <laughs> Theo Von podcast, but he had the Jesse the Body Ventura on last week. Yeah. And uh, there's never been a man alive that talks more than the body. <laughs> He actually interrupted Theo Vaughn 60 to 70 times in a half hour. It was <laughs> phenomenal.
0: You can't actually interrupt Theo either because he's a guy that you could have on the pod and he could speak for an hour yes. and you would only have to go, hmm? Every oh, single... Jesse would
1: stop a sentence and then Theo, you could tell, thought, all right, well, this can't... He, he's uh, He stopped talking. Yeah. Here's my chance. And then as soon as he'd get one or two words out, the body would be <laughs> straight back in like... you do a
0: good impersonation. Well,
1: well why don't you tell me? Why don't you tell me if I can do an impersonation? I'm Jesse Ventura. I'm the governor of Minnesota. And I have 87 dogs. And I live in the Baja six months of the year. I'm, I'm an hour from pavement. I have a thousand liters of potable water. And a silo full of tortillas.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, so that's... I don't know
1: how Jesse Ventura got in here, but uh, that's... <coughs> We've
0: had... <coughs> We've had. In the last I'm looking at the time, in the last six minutes, we've had Chris O'Donnell, <laughs> McGill. What? We've <laughs> had the bod. But just it's a fucking great pot. I love just love how <laughs> we're going with this. So yeah. Um Okay, where two for both men? Anyway, all right, so both men,
1: Covington will go and he's already calling out George Mars Vidal, which is a great fight. We've yep. got a lot of bad blood. You so say easy fight for him? I would say easy work for Covington.
0: Do you reckon George George I was is thinking high. about it today. I, re- I don't reckon he's that good.
1: No, no. Ben Askren made that man's career.
0: Yeah, I don't think he's actually that good. Um, I do think that Colvin Colby uh, is a lot better. But I'm interested to see if, like, the power of George could do something. I don't know if he's ever actually. He had Diaz on the ropes, but couldn't finish him.
1: Yeah, and if then he lands Diaz was line. coming
0: back. He's only really landed that stupid knee when the poor bastard just put his head down at the wrong time. Like, he landed a
1: knee on Benny Asker and my boy Funky. And that, then he had a
0: sparkle.
1: Oh, he sparked out Darren Till, which was fantastic. Till's um, a bit CTE.
0: Either. Till's a
1: little bit iffy. And yeah. look, he's one of the biggest myths in the fight game is uh, old Jorge. Mm-hmm. He managed to parlay that success into a into a massive persona and character and got the, the support and... Transfer that into a lot of money, but yeah. I, I look, you've seen him in his two fights with Usman, he's been our class severely in both of them, Yeah, he's nowhere near it he's not a champion, he's not going to win a champion he's got about 14 losses on the record I think Covington slices through him and I wouldn't be surprised if Masvidal manages to not take that fight and when it comes to Usman, look to be honest, I'm not sure actually what his next fight will be, there's a really, there seems to be a bit of a dearth in mm. contenders at that level, it could be Vicente Luque
0: Oh, yes. Yes, but he's got a rumoured Diaz oh, fight.
1: They, they were talking about Diaz, but it doesn't look like that's about to eventually. eventually. Okay. So they had, jumps him, into they the... had him as the uh, in-case-of-emergency-break-glass-replacement for this fight. So gotcha. he, he weighed in and all that shit, but wasn't required. So he's potential. Oh, actually, and then we've also got Leon Edwards, actually. If he beats Masvidal next month, I'd actually say that's probably the next
0: Tell you what I'd like. The next fight. And not just because I'm his biggest fan. I'd like them... Diaz has got one fight left on this deal. Mm. Why not? That would almost break records if you had Diaz fighting um, Usman for the strap. I guess guess you just have to have some sort of sanity behind your decisions. Wow. Sometimes business is sanity. And I reckon, tell me every person that's ever watched the sport isn't watching that fight.
1: We're all going to watch it, but... Fuck, you can't book that, can you? The man hasn't won in how many years? (laughs) You can't give him a title shot.
0: He's got one of these McGregor records, one and five, that just keeps breaking. But that would be a fun. Fun fight. We fear that the CTE has been sort of bedded behind his eyelid or something, and one punch from Usman could actually set him off to death down. Or he
1: just stands there and eats bombs because he doesn't get knocked out, so he just eats too
0: many. So
1: (laughs) let's not hope. For,
0: for that I fight. just personally because I don't think he's going to sign, so I'd, I'd rather his last. Yeah, fight I reckon beats. he's he's looking for that Jake Paul money. But I yeah, going into another, I feel like Fury beats Jake Paul. Tommy, Yep. we'll get onto that later in the we, year. I reckon we will. That we're definitely watching that. So mm-hmm. great event, Mick um, cool. Mako. It was a it, it was a big hype card, and I reckon for the first time in a long time, every fight actually yeah. gave us something. I reckon that's. Well within the
1: talks of maybe top five, top ten pay-per-views ever. Yeah. Because it all it went down into the prelims as well. We won't go too far into them, but mm-hmm. shout out to myself for yes. uh, nailing a
0: six-leg multi on the night. And you actually, the, the multi you gave me that we gave to the listeners was four legs, but you added two. And- well,
1: I went home. I was I was sitting there once we left the studios, got home and uh, sat down on the sports bet and started putting in a few. And I thought, hmm... The odds aren't quite tasty enough. Let me just chuck in a couple extras. So a big shout out to uh, the Irishman Ian Gary. Yeah. In the first fight of the night, there in the prelims, uh, the new well, they're not saying the new McGregor, but he's 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 got all the hype behind him. He's an Irishman. He won the the Cage Warriors title like McGregor did, and now he's in a lot of a lot of fanfare. And he had a hell of a performance. Uh, punch one punch knockout there in the first round. Yeah. Got the W. So he was my first leg of the multi. Then we moved on into the the boy I told you about last week, Alex Pereira, the kickboxing yeah. phenom that knocked out Adesanya. Yeah, His first fight in the UFC. And, uh, yeah, he did what we all thought he would. <laughs> what? Tell the listeners because it was funny. You were, I was starting to stir you up
0: about another height boy.
1: And... <laughs> well, first round, obviously he's a kickboxing phenomenon. He's going to punch you. He's going to kick you. He's going to destroy you on the feet. So his opponent knew this. He did all he could to take him down, get him down, make it a boring fight. Yep. Yeah sit on him, lay on him, get him against the cage, do all the boring shit because you don't want to get sparked. And it worked. It worked yep. for him in the first round. I was like, oh, shit. had great
0: lats the other boat didn't yeah, he? Yeah, big Greek lats. Yeah, big Greek lats. Big Greek lats. Like the, a big cobra. He flared the,
1: up. The uh, Duo.
0: <laughs> Shout out to them.
1: Yeah. So uh, anyway, so the first round went as they a bit boring. I'm thinking, all right, Alex Pereira, this is where kickboxers can get found out coming into MMA because they don't have to worry about takedowns in kickboxing. It's all about just kicking and punching people's heads in. Correct. But in the MMA, everything, all systems go. You have to be aware of everything, 360 degrees. So the bloke knew that. But then I think his uh, his corner probably told him, like, listen, man, you can't let this prick take you down again Mm. because it's going to get boring and you're just going to get beaten in a shit fight. Yeah. So about 12 seconds into the second round, we are talking flying knees. Yeah. Straight to the face, a Brazilian
0: flying knee. We're talking genuine knockouts. And you just you just said half a second before that, mm-hmm. is, what it was like? Oh, oh, like I'm not that. Imp- it was like I think that was actually the Vera fight. I said that. Did ya? I think it was the Marlon Vera fight. I went, mm,
1: not that impressive. And then bang, it was kicked to the face. Okay. But okay. the uh, the Pereira fight. Yeah, I was still nervous. I was worried that he might not be able to get the, the shots off. Not mm-hmm. the, because I really care, but because my multi was on the line. Great. And then yeah, flying knee, bang. Greek dude, unconscious, dreaming of Suvlakis. So Great punter
0: too. You you you, you I don't punt often. when I do. But
1: when I do, mate, I'll give you the hot tip. Get on. Get
0: on. So that's so two from two. That was a fantastic uh, start for the multi. Mm. And mm. and and uh and who else did you have in it?
1: Well then yeah. we just went the Chandler. Yep. Chandler Gagey Fight, I had Gagey. Yep. I had Vero against Edgar, I had yep. Rose, and then I had Usman. So it was pretty yeah. much it was pretty much You know, smooth sailing from there. Smooth sailing. You were pretty confident.
0: Pretty confident. Paid for me day out. It was just happy days. Lovely, lovely. Um, Okay, so on that day though, there was something else happening, Mm. which was you know we we love the boxing, but it's so hard. They're fucking like sixty four dollars a pay per view. Like, (sighs) we were sort of half hoping the pub might have. And it's only ever one fight you want to see. Correct. Whereas the UFC have just stacked a
1: card where you've got four, five, six fights that you're frothing for. Yeah. Well, the boxing they do the big boy. You got yeah. Canelo Alvarez, uh, but that's it. Yeah. As correct. As far as I'm concerned,
0: they are. Yeah, they've started getting a little bit better because there's different networks that have got rights to so they try and make it like. That um, does in that you pay two ninety nine for. I think's the best fucking money. It's a value. Ever. I've, I've got it. They do events and they try and juice them up. Then you, know, you get your Showtime boxing and then you got ESPN. So they, they, they are trying to get better, but they also are trying to. I think they must, with their sponsors, pay for the later slot in the night, so they try and not have too many eyes, and then the eyes go to yeah. where the money goes. That, that's my theory. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Canelo Alvarez. I just want to talk a little bit about him quickly, like. So his forty eighth fight, right? This is going back 12, 13 fights ago. It was against yep. Miguel Cotto, yep. who's a big friend of the pod. Um, we we like him here. He beat him and won the ring, and then the vape. So this is the this is the the, the the terror this bloke's caused from this fight. Yep. that was in what what month? It was the twenty first of November, twenty fifteen. Right, mm-hmm. wins the uh, the ring title, whatever the fuck that thing is, Um, and the WBC middleweight titles, right? right Righto. Then his next fight, he retains those. His fight after that, he beats some fucking bloke, Liam Smith, for the WO light middleweight title. Retains. Then his next fight, he retains all straps and adds the WBA super, the IBF middleweight titles to he. So he's getting fucking titles, right? How many straps? Then he retains. Then he fights... Rocky Fielding, no one's ever heard no of fucking heard. Rocky, Fielding. Rocky Fielding. Rocky Fielding had the regular super middleweight title, as opposed to the fucking jumbo one. Like, what the fuck's the Piss regular off, one?
1: Rocky Fielding. So then
0: he fights another guy, retains all straps. Then he fights Sergey Sergey Kovalev, which used to be a Pittsburgh Ooh, penguin. Alexei Kovalev, yeah, it's his Pittsburgh brother. Penguin. He beat him for the WO light heavyweight title. Look, let's be honest, too many belts. Am I yeah, right? Um, this is where I'm getting to. Then he wins the WA super. Another The Ring and vacant WBC super middleweight title. So he's just, then he retains those, then he retains them all again, and then adds the WBO super middleweight title. Can you see where I'm going with this? Where's and then. the
1: uh, super terrific happy hour belt? So he's
0: beaten, <laughs> fucking absolutely. Then he's beaten Planty on the weekend. Planty. Planty's a little bit like um, <sighs> that fucking Australian bloke that used to fight Mundine and always think he was a chance, but then he never was. The sort of little, um, he had tan skin. Oh, fuck. What was his name? How nice is tan skin? Sammy Solomon. Sammy oh, Solomon. Oh, yeah. Sammy Solomon. Sammy Solomon. Shout out to Sammy. He might get him on the phone one Sammy Solarium Solomon. So Sammy Solomon um, used to fight really odd. Had like this weird style and fight, you know, all the guys that he used to beat couldn't. And then Mundine and Avant-garde style. You'd avant-garde. Say. Yeah. And then Mundine would come in and just spark him every time. Goodbye, chalk. Choc. Yeah. Chock's a, we love Chock Bicky here. So um, Caleb Plant, though, is sort of like the next level, obviously, times probably three oh, version of that. Yeah. So he's a tricky fighter. He's got a few special little you know moves and shakes, and it took... He's got a good resume. Yeah. It took Canelo, uh, I think, 11 rounds um, to yeah. get on top of him and then finally finish him, and he took the last belt that was... The last belt in existence. In existence. He's taken every belt, including... Uh, the Louis Vuitton's and Gooch's yeah. in the work. So he got the IBS Superman. So this bike's the GOAT. Um, but is he? Well, I reckon he has to be, really. He's had one loss in 60 fights. He's yeah. got every belt known to man. He's In that division, he's got to be almost the GOAT. I mean, Floyd never lost, but he, I don't know. I don't really know enough about it, but just reading his, re- like, every fight. Has he had, really,
1: what's he, has he put a foot wrong since Floyd?
0: Yes uh, He had a draw against uh Gennady Gavolkin. He's fought he's beaten Julio uh, Chavez. He's you yeah. know, he's so beaten he's done it all since Amelia getting beaten. Khan. He's beaten Kodo. He's now you know uh, how many losses has he has he got? One. Just to Floyd. Just to Floyd. So that's a hell of a resume. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible stuff. So look, we're not gonna talk too much about it. We we don't need to. It's sort of it almost speaks for itself. Look, I don't know where he goes to from here. Um, it's I a wish shame. I could
1: tell you. I don't actually know who his opponent would be from here. Maybe Usman. Well, that's actually no. Now you've mentioned it, they've actually <laughs> Usman himself has been angling for that. Oh, I he don't know. Do we oh, look, look? This
0: is where we get a bit.
1: We get a bit silly at this point. But you know what? I just think Jake Paul has put dollar signs in front of all of these UFC fighters, and all of them can't help but just think, "Fuck! If I could just get one fight." Yeah. Conor McGregor did it. Oh my god! It set him up. He's become like a. Nearly a billionaire off the back of it. Yeah. I'm getting paid in in like, I'm getting paid peanuts, really, peanuts in comparison to these boxes. Pennies
0: to the dime, mate. Pretty much,
1: mate. Like, yeah. yeah. So Canelo, I think, got paid 30
0: million? Yeah, he's been paid, uh, I think it was his guarantee, euro, million euro. euro. And that was before pay per view like, money. Caleb Plant even got 9.7 yeah. pre euro, um, pre pay per view, so like...
1: Oh, and yeah. I don't reckon they would have sold probably even half the pay-per-views that the UFC did on the same day.
0: Where does it... Is it... The UFC are greedy? Is there better sponsors? Like well, this what? is what
1: it is. UFC is its own entity. Yeah. Everyone that fights, fights under the UFC umbrella. Gotcha. Boxing, as we've just talked about, has about 62 different belts. They've got about 45 different things. No one... There's no unity, so they're all basically independent guys. Yeah. They can call their own shots. They gotcha. don't have a like a... They don't have a Dana White. They don't no. have a business that controls everything. They don't haven't got a machine behind them. No. So they can, if you're a big enough name, yeah, you can set your own fucking dollar and you can make
0: hundreds of millions of dollars. Like even Chucky Bick, he he made because he promoted. Yes. All his, and all his fights were on main event. Yeah, Mundine. So he he did that exact same. Mundine's model. probably weirdly made more money than ninety eight percent of the like longevity UFC
1: fighters 100% he would have he would have made millions <laughs> on his crappy Wednesday night Australian pay-per-views when he's
0: fired at 4am that's the problem that's yeah.
1: why it's different so yeah. if any of these UFC fighters wanted to go off on their own they that's don't have on. they don't have the machine behind them and it no. just won't work so that's why it's a gotcha. different setup
0: cuz you Jake Paul's and that their machine is they've got millions and billions of like views on YouTube so people yeah. like pay to so With they've th- got that avenue or that he's got route. eyeballs he can eyeballs. be on
1: his own By himself, set up a pay-per-view with his promoter and they can sell a million pay-per-views. Yeah. And he gets 50, probably 50% of the entire revenue. Yeah. Whereas the UFC fighters, it's all, you know, it's all shared and divvied between everyone and Dana
0: White takes most of it. It's... It's only going to keep going. The Tommy Fury Paul's going to get a heap of eyes on it. That's going to make it more interesting. Yeah, don't it? we're going to we're going to we're going to we're going to reach out to Tommy. We're we're big Fury fans. We are. We like Johnny's dad. We like Tyson, and we we're, we're we're on Tommy. Gorgeous he's a sexy man, sexy little sexy. I was going to say little sexy big bastard, is not he? Yeah, he's very good. Very looking man. Honest, the Tommy Fury. Yeah. I like him. So Woo. we'll try. We'll reach out and try and get him on. We can't make any promises. He's got the piercing blues. Yeah. So. Look, moving on, um, we had a great uh, new segment last week, but that's not going to be a weekly segment. That's just going to be, you know, we're going to, just, we're going to research, pick some great moments because we don't want to uh, overdo it. Yep. Uh, we've given people something to stew on, go back and watch that Tyson-Holyfield. We can promise you, though, that we've got a, uh, in the next coming week or two with another oh, yeah, episode, we've got, we've, got got we've got a big one coming. So, look, we didn't want to overdo it. And, you know, we like people to just marinate on the Tyson-Holyfield, if you will. Yeah, um, and
1: we're gonna really go back, and I'm going we're gonna sink our teeth into this next one. Yeah, the next segment, probably next week, we're gonna yeah. hit you with both barrels.
0: Yeah, and it, it's good because both of us are on either side of that, so it's it, it's yeah. and it's gonna be interesting to see how we feel afterwards. Um, it's gonna be
1: Maddie C versus the Mako, potentially. Yes. on the couch. On the couch.
0: <laughs> so anyway, moving along, and this I tell you, this is where the fucking the ratings have been just spiking. Oh, my God, Father, have they been I tell spiking. you what, mate,
1: I went into a petrol shop yesterday and I reckon I was getting some. I was getting daggers by the guy behind, you reckon? The, behind the jump. He wanted to shiv me.
0: Do you reckon it's like the Postal Service with Newman? Do you reckon they're like an entity? They are. And they all
1: talk? They talk. I, I reckon have spiked your fuel. On the news wire, I reckon they were all talking about the, the shark tank. Imagine you've accidentally put fucking diesel into your muzzy. I reckon they might be, yeah. I reckon they're going to set me up at some point because I tell you, I felt uneasy in there. Oh, boy. Well, I'll tell you what I don't feel uneasy
0: about, and it's this.
1: then. We're here. It's the Mako Shark Tank. It's uh, back for another week. And uh, as I've told you before, no one's safe. Doesn't matter who you are, what your status is in the community, how much money you've got, who you are, what it is. It could be anything. And this week, I've had it up to here with NFL superstar Aaron Rodgers, mate. You're in the tank.
0: (laughs) Oh, this is fun. Yeah, boy. I'll tell you what, mate. uh, What's A-Rod done?
1: A-Rod? You've, done, you've actually done quite a bit this week, haven't you, mate? Tell you what, um, I don't want to get too political. It could be a no, little bit... Uh, It could be could be murky waters for some look, listeners the out only there. The time
0: but we're ever allowed to even hinge on it is in the shark because that's your... Shark tank. It's your tank. You can yeah. do... But we're not ever going to do it outside of the tank. So if you just just put up with it... Aaron Rodgers,
1: right, yeah. Yeah. is a, a very, very rich, successful NFL footballer. With a terrible haircut, he's got a stinky haircut. If you don't know him out there, he's kind of like what Tom Brady would be if Tom Brady didn't win anything, <laughs> <laughs> right? He's bloody good, Whoa, but uh,
0: poor boy. Yeah, so Ooh, let's be honest. Nally. The best
1: thing Aaron Rodgers has ever done is Olivia Munn. All right, am I right, or am I right?
0: Yeah, I think it's, this is great. I'm, I'm deep down and really enjoying <laughs> yeah. it. Me, so me was, and Kingy hate Aaron Rodgers, by the way, so Kingy will be a, yeah. will be loving this. Keep going, oh, this is
1: fantastic. So, obviously, COVID's a big thing in the sporting world. Yeah. Uh, most sporting codes around the world have sort of regulations around whether or not you are vaccinated. No jab, no play. That's 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 the thing. Most sporting codes around the world probably run that. No yeah. jab, no play. And that's... Look, I'm not here to say whether that's right or wrong. You can have your opinions. I can have my opinions. It's It, it does seem a little bit strange, but whatever. No jab, no play... For most of the world. But no, not in the NFL. The NFL, uh, I'd
0: say they're actually quite lenient on players. Would you say that, Matty C? Mate, I don't know how far you've dug on their policies. The NFL is probably the loosest. Yeah, they're loose. Fooey and I always laugh. They get caught like with a hot piss like the Bombers potentially may have. Mm. Those players get four to six weeks. It's ridiculous. Like, And it's obvious they're all juicing or on fucking all sorts of... Yeah. I don't want to go into that, it's your tank. But don't <laughs> mate, the NFL, don't even fucking beat here. the living piss out of their women yeah. and then they yeah. get a reprieve. Antonio Brown, all these, but they're fucking it's the loosest yeah. joint. So if ever. anyone
1: out there wants to hit me with the oh it's free speech, my body, my choice, all that shit, don't it doesn't apply here because yes, it's true. Your body, your choice in the NFL. So uh, just about everyone in the uh, in the sport has either got the jab or or there's a handful of blokes out there that have actually don't have the jab. And yeah. they've come out and they have like, we don't have the jab. Yeah. And they have to follow a strict set of guidelines. Yes. If they don't, which is fine. Yeah. Everyone can just move on. This certain section of players haven't had the jab. They have to follow these protocols.
0: My fantasy quarterback hasn't had it. And it makes me anxious mm. because if you get it, yeah, anything's
1: possible. Yeah. But uh, what's old, old mate Aaron Rodgers done, right? The old uh, Mr. Good Boy, Mr. Mr. All-American <laughs> uh, doesn't want to upset his image. He, what, weeks before the season started, was under the sort of the press conferences and everyone was asking, well, so what's your what's your vaccination status, Aaron? Yeah. And what did he do? He come out and said, yep, I have been immunised. <laughs> right, man, what's I, that I've, mean? I've been immunised.
0: Yeah, he's got a crap voice, doesn't he? Uh, I can't do so it. so monotone. You I can't. can't, I can't I do, just do you know eventually? why you can't do it? Because it's crap. It's so crap. Yeah. If so, it was a good one, you could do
1: it. Look, let's be honest. The man has, has led everyone around the world and the NFL themselves to believe that he has been, in his own words, immunized. Okay. And then he's continued on with his life. Uh Uh-oh. And that's it. But then all of a sudden, last week, what happens? He gets COVID. He gets struck Mm. down with COVID and it comes out in the wash that, hang on a minute, Aaron Rodgers hasn't been immunized, has he? No. He's lied to us all because you know why? He's a coward and he didn't want to admit it to the world. He didn't want his good (laughs) reputation. He didn't want his little image to get tarnished. He was too much of a soft cock to just stand by his beliefs and oh. tell the world, you know what? I don't want to get immunized. I'm scared of the jab. I don't believe I should have to take it. And he lied. He misled the public and he told everyone that I'm jabbed. He's a piece of shit then. That's what he's done. And he's gone around without the mask. He's spitting. Oh. He's spitting in faces. He's doing press conferences. He's doing all sorts of stuff. Oh, Knowing man. down, deep down in his... In his his bumhole, that he hasn't got the jab. (laughs) So I'm off you, mate. I reckon you're a lying coward. Yep. And this is nothing to do with the jab. If you don't want to get the jab, if you want to believe the things you read on Twitter and you think it's all this, it could be that it could be a mRNA technology is going to kill us all. Whatever. I'm not getting into that. No, you're not. That's fine. If you believe it, Aaron. If you believe all that, mate, stick to your guns and tell us that. Mm. That's my opinion. That's the worst
0: kind of version. That's
1: what it is, mate. I think it's, the, 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 it's soft cock behaviour. Yeah. That's why you're in the tank. I know you've been on the Pat McAfee show a couple of times this week and you're trying to explain yourself and, yep. oh, the woke mob's out to get me and I'm being crucified. crucified. No, you're not, Aaron, mate. You're just being held accountable for your actions. Yes. Yep, fucking.
0: Like every other one of us in the world. Exactly. If so, you believe it or if you don't believe it, at least have the parlays have to say the, exactly. I'm, I'm an anti-vaxxer. Yeah. And I'm going to run my race. And if I get it, it's going to cost my team. And it's going to cost potentially my family. Um, anyway, that look, can I say, can I say, because you mentioned Tom Brady. And look, I don't like Tom. I'm not a Tom Brady guy either. I reckon mm. Tom Brady's... Kisses his son. I reckon he's like, fuck, look, this is, yeah, he does mouth kiss his son. And that makes me uneasy. But I, I don't want to go into a Tom Brady no. thing. But I actually think he's a little bit overrated, Tom. Interesting. Tom... Tom was good at young age in the big moments, but Tom's been able to get this hype like I'm Tom Brady, so he attracts the best players. So He gets the, he gets the best offensive line, which allows him... Go and watch a Tom Brady game for Tampa Bay. I've watched him. Have you seen how long he's got versus your fucking bloke who gets... Yeah, but Ben's old. Mate, watch Justin Fields at Chicago. Watch how that poor prick gets fucking treated by his offensive line versus the best that Tom... Anyway, but Tom Brady... <laughs> Love him or not, think he's as good as I don't think he's that great. He had his entire organization vaxxed.
1: He, he's an all American ball. They were
0: the first team yep. to all be
1: vaxxed. And you know what? If and he if he wasn't gonna get vaxxed, I guarantee you Tom Brady would have the sack to come yep. out and say, Hey, I uh, I'm a bit nervous, I'm not gonna get vaxxed.
0: It shows leadership to me. It does. It shows people buying in because the quarterbacks like the team, as you know. So Aaron Rodgers has always had this cloud over his head about being selfish, only worrying about himself. The organisation yep. doesn't want to... And he, did, he wasn't even going to play there. Over the off-season, he had the whole prima donna act. And he still hasn't signed on, right? Then you get the Tom Brady, gets the whole organisation vaxxed, comes out and lives by what he says, gets people to build into the program, keeps winning Super Bowl. So your tank... Every week yeah. is getting more succinctly and more spot on in its actual well, endeavor that's the and thing, you, know, isn't it? you haven't missed yet. You're actually you're 4-0. The tank doesn't
1: take it doesn't take it lightly. I reckon you're a coward, Aaron Rodgers. I reckon yeah. And I'm glad to see you getting fucking dragged over the hot coals because yeah. as I said, it's nothing to do with the vaccine. I don't give a shit if you don't take it, mate. All right? Mm-hmm. But it's the fact that you didn't have the sack. Aaron Rodgers. And that's the thing, next time you come out on the field, you're gonna get sacked, mate.
0: Oh yeah. And and don't worry, me and King you reckon we reckon he gets sacked on purpose to avoid his he does. To avoid his pass rating. So that, and that's And I'll give you thing. the
1: hot tip, mate. Next time you're on the field and maybe you do get sacked and you hit the deck and you've got a bit of a tweaked knee and you can't get up and you need a stretcher, you need a doctor to come out, mate. Maybe you just say, Hey doctor, can you just quickly call Joe Rogan for me before I actually let you touch me? <laughs> What's Joe Rogan say about a torn Patella?
0: Oh boy. Well, I'm going to hit the applause button. Um, I don't even know if there's anything sounding there. I don't, um, let me just put it because I think that deserves it. Hit me oh, with yeah. a sound effect, Maddie. I'm, I've, I've hit you with it. It's our first sound effect. Phew. It fucking works. Look, well, if Fantastic. anyone's out there,
1: you've gotten triggered by me. I, I, look, I don't care. No, fuck them. I think it's, as I said, it's nothing to do with your body, your choice. It's about just having the cojones. Owning up and having some dignity behind your own decisions. Because I'll
0: cliff note your your tank. You're essentially saying, stand behind your word. Yep. Don't don't mislead. Don't mislead. Think of your teammates and your family. you straight and be out And be a proud man.
1: You didn't have any... You just didn't have the conviction behind what you were doing, right. and that's why you lied, because you didn't want your image to be sullied. Sullied. And uh, what's happened in the end? Mate, you've been sullied a whole so- lot more. So- solidified.
0: Yeah. <laughs> anyway... Fantastic. I I fuck I love the tank. I, and I love how I don't know what it is. I think that makes for makes for great podcasting. So look, being a chock block, we are just going to we do have um, a little upcoming event this weekend. What yeah. what we've got uh, old mate Maxi Boy?
1: Well, yeah, the hits don't stop at the UFC, do they? We talk no. about boxing and their one-off fights here and there, but the UFC, Jesus Christ. They just keep on coming with the bloody bangers. Yeah. So we got bloody blessed Blessed Max Holloway, yeah, fighting Yair Rodriguez uh, this Sunday on UFC Fight Night from Vegas, yeah, and uh, yeah, this is going to be a banger. Max Holloway on an absolute tear, one of the most loved fighters in the UFC, yeah, and I just don't see it happening any other way. He's going to, I reckon, he's going to tear Yair Rodriguez apart.
0: You pronounce it? That's a tough one. That one. Yeah, some people
1: say Yair, some people say Yeah. I think it's just yay air. Yeah,
0: and it's, it, sometimes it's as simple as what it is, isn't it? It is. And it's having the balls to stand behind that. So that's fantastic. So probably, both men, though, dangerous. Dangerous. And uh, and look, you probably give it to Max this week.
1: Max is on another level, I at the moment. He yep. is sort of levitating in his last couple – well, not last couple. He's He went through those two uh, great fights with Volkanovsky, our boy, the Thaggy boy.
0: Thaggy boy, yes. I should
1: say Wollongong, actually. But yeah, uh, shout out Thaggy. You're a good quality town.
0: Isn't fucking Wayne Carey from Wonthaggy? I think he might be. Is he a Wonthaggy boy or a Wogger boy?
1: Oh, he's a Wogger boy.
0: He's a Wogger boy. He so plays, no one's no one's fucking from Wonthaggy. If
1: you're a country town starting with W, mate, it's it's a fucking lottery at the moment. Yeah,
0: fuck Wonthaggy. Mm. Mm. Anyway, so, so that, that's big. Uh, look, and how does. Tell me what happened in this fight. So if Yair accidentally wins, yes. he's not surely fighting the Volk.
1: Mm. Well, I but guess it's a risky fight. It's a risky speak. fight because
0: These if you beat dangerous. Holloway,
1: then I yeah. think, yeah, I think, bang, Fuck. by just sheer consequence, you probably are the this next is... man in line because Holloway is right up there. Yeah. So if Ayer does manage to pull out a miracle, mm-hmm. he's paying quite a lot of money. Yeah. I am the betting expert at the moment. You are. I wouldn't You're on fire. Look, I wouldn't recommend putting money on him. Okay. Because I don't know if anyone out there you probably saw Holloway's fight in his last. I think it's in January, he fought uh, Calvin Cater. He fucked him. Holy mackerel, was that a performance. One of the greatest individual performances there's ever been in the UFC. Yeah. He broke the record, his own record, mind you, for most strikes thrown in a fight. Yes. Most strikes thrown, most strikes landed, most significant strikes. Yes. He was like Muhammad Ali reincarnated in that fight. Jesus. He was just floating like a butterfly. He was stinging like a bee. At one point, you've probably... uh, I put it on the pod... Sorry, the Instagram. Yeah, in the last round, he entered the Matrix, and he just he all of a sudden started just trash talking to the commentators. He yeah. turned, he looked at DC, he started trash talking while simultaneously avoiding about a three or four punch combo. He just he was Keanu Reeves for a second, and he just was yeah he blew the he blew the whole ring up.
0: So we're expecting him to to be
1: in, in too good a nick. Yeah, I think in too good a nick. I think yep. he'll. Uh, I don't think. I'm not going to say he's going to get a stoppage or a KO. It probably might go the five rounds, but mm-hmm. I think
0: it'll be a, a clinic. Okay. Okay. And look, I just saw then having a look at the car, We got the big friend of the pog, big big Benny Rothwell fighting. Oh Jesus! I like Big Benny. He's fucking one of these like 41 Ooh. and 14 guys that's had too many fights. He's had like 60 or 55 fights yeah. for like a heavyweight in the UFC. It's actually scary.
1: Big sloppy journeyman.
0: Big sloppy journeyman. So that look, that could be. A nice little one 2 You know, you watch the big slops yeah, there. Yeah, you watch a
1: sloppy knockout here and have there.
0: A, have a whiskey, have a. Have a, a we'll do a little shout out to our whiskey of choice on the pod. We haven't really spoken about them. Before.
1: Well, we've got to. Oh, hopefully, if they're out there. Big listeners, you're right? Well, we might try and make them listeners, maybe jump on board.
0: <laughs> yeah. Gospel? Great. Tell us just a quick little bit. Local about that. distillery,
1: Melbourne yeah. Boys. They yeah. are running a really boutique sort of whiskey setup, but they yeah. are producing high quality whiskeys.
0: It's a, bit like, a little bit like this podcast.
1: High quality boutique, but I think big things ahead for both of us.
0: So we, we um we love them, and I think if you have a bottle of that, and you have a bit of Big Benny mm. leading into Maxi on Sunday, yeah, grab yourself look. a
1: bottle of Gospel. It's at all Dan Murphys, I think these days. Yeah. So that's big for them.
0: Um, and that that probably does us. Um, and we'll we're, we've got a, a quick turnaround. We again apologise yeah. for the, look the fuck life sometimes comes into things, and and there's, there's look there's things that don't align. But well, we've... it's probably
1: because we went out on the piss on the Sunday and. We lost track of time and
0: true to what we preach, though exactly Two right. Two blokes on the couch, drink, piss, and watch fights. So we've we seen that. the logo.
1: You've... There's beer cans for a reason.
0: And we've we've we're, we're hitting you up midweek, and we're going to hit you up again on the weekend. So, yeah, exactly. Um, thanks to everyone and the ongoing support. We've yep. had lots of uh, great support from. people. Well,
1: as we've said in the previous weeks, yeah, we're 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 reaching all corners of this globe.
0: So just just before this week, we haven't off.
1: had as many this week, but we've hit uh, Romania this week.
0: We've hit Romania, but we've also hit 86 places on the charts higher. Oh, yes. And we're at 50. So Yeah, we hit 50 on the Australian charts this we're, week. We're, we're one behind Jim Jefferies. Jim Jefferies is shitting himself. Jim Jefferies sells out Rod Laver. Mm. We're sitting in a Pilates studio with fairy lights yeah. in the most beautiful part of the world, and we're coming for him. We're coming for Jim Jefferies. And we want to get him on the pod to discuss this feud that's one way. Um, yep. And... Uh, so anyway, look. So big thanks to everyone out
1: there that's listening. I really do appreciate it. We want the algorithm though, Mick. Yeah, we need the algorithms, guys. We're
0: getting so many listeners. It doesn't it takes five I got I got tash, just it takes 5 seconds yep. to write best pod in the world yep. and give us five stars. Just do it. Just pop
1: for us, pop for the boys, pop for the chicken wings, pop for the the, the, the penis breath, pop for Pete, pop for Pete from the Burmese Just give us a pop on either Spotify or Apple
0: Pods. Yeah. Give us a five stars, five for stars. Come on, and look if we if we see you out and about, and your show is proof of five stars, I, I don't know. I want to speak for the mate. I'm buying mm. you a drink. I'll buy you
1: a drink. Yeah, I might uh, get a bit more intimate with you, but that's neither <laughs> here nor there.
0: So anyway, so thanks again to everyone. It's been a fun episode. Thanks share to Nick. it
1: too, would you? I must share it. Just show us it. a share on the on the socials.
0: And uh, and I appreciate the Mako Shark. I like the Shark Tank. That's gonna fucking get some eyebrows raised with a few yeah. mates of ours. A couple of Green Bay, mm-hmm. Green Bay. Uh,
1: I reckon they know. I reckon they know deep down that Aaron yeah, Rodgers is a bit of a stain.
0: They do. So moving on, we'll uh, we'll go into our outro and we'll just uh, give us the sign-off, making the Absolutely famous.
1: Absolutely. Every one of you out there, bloody root me.